Yo, what's happening, everybody? My name is Caden, and to my right, my buddy Jesse. Combined, we make Anti-Fogmatic, a podcast where we describe the sight, smell, taste, feel, and finish of three beers. We aim to provide you with a comprehensive guide to what we love and what we hate. At the end of the pints, we will provide you with The Chosen One, a brew we believe that almost anybody would enjoy. First one, Jesse, tell us about it. Uh, Tank Seven uh, from Boulevard Brewing out of okay. Missouri. Have you uh, have you had Boulevard Brewing before? Oh yeah, yeah, almost all of them. Uh, okay. I used to live about thirty minutes from the brewery, so it was nice. kind of like that's all they served at where I lived. Yeah, it was nice. okay. I've actually never had it, so this is my first time. I'm pretty excited. Um, so I was like looking up some stuff online. Cool. Do you have any idea why it's called Tank Seven? Uh, no, actually. Even okay. After so living there. this is right from their website, so it's nothing anything new. But what I thought was really interesting is they talk about how. Most breweries have at least one piece of equipment, right? Um, they have one piece of equipment that is kind of persnickety, as they called it. So it's uh, black sheep, if you will. Okay. Um, while they were uh, experimenting with different types of variations for this Belgian-style uh, ale, uh, Tank Number no. 7 created the first best concoction that they stuck with. Um, they call it as it could have been fate, but they just called it Tank 7. Cool. Pretty interesting. Pretty funny. So yeah, let's go ahead and open it. <clears throat> All right. Well, first sniff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that smells good. What are you getting in there? Little little orange citrus. A little citrusy. A little bit. Yeah. I can smell like almost like cream, like vanilla in a sense. It's got that Belgian smell. Uh -huh. Yeah. And spice. Oh yeah. All right. Well, first pour. Oh yeah. Look at that head. But you can't look at it. Let me tell you about it. Uh, first pour, trying to make it the nicest pour as possible. I got about four inches ahead. Huge bubbles, very carbonated, and it's slowly just going away, fizzing away. My, mine was different. Did you pour directly in, or did you like tilt the glass and tilt? I definitely didn't tilt I, the glass. I got about through two and a half inches ahead, yeah. but I tilted both. So good though. Is it thick? I mean, how, how? It's not too thick. No, it's pretty basic. I kind of heard some like me lick my finger and it sounded like some ASMR stuff. I don't know how I feel about that, but <laughs> let's right. try to move fast. That. <laughs> hmm. For those of you who don't know what ASMR is, good. For those of you that do, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't Google it, children. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. All right. Well, the head's not too thick. It's pretty bubbly, which I kind of like in a beer because it means it's probably going to have a lot more flavor. A little, it's airy. That's for sure. Yeah. The bubbles. Oh, man. It makes it look a little crisp. I'm going to go for the first drink, man. Go for it. Cheers. I'll, I'll let you uh, enjoy that. What do you think? I'm letting Caden drink it first. Well, my favorite part is when the head stays on your mustache or your top lip. Yeah. yeah. I'm not graced with uh, facial hair, so wow. top lip just hangs there. Pretty good. <laughs> it's good. It's crispy. Um, I'm definitely enjoying it, though. Yeah? Mm. This is definitely a Belgian beer. You can definitely taste it. It's got a lot of flavor, a lot of depth within it. Yeah, the color of the beer, it's got kind of a slight haze. You hold it up to the light. Uh, it's kind of balancing between six and five degrees on the Levibon scale. It's kind of got that pale ale and that uh, IPA looking color. Five, like a five and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good though. What you got going on? How you feeling? Hmm. There's definitely, a, there's, a, there's a good amount of carbonation. Yeah. Like I can feel the bubbles. It's like got that soda vibe. Exploding in my mouth as, as I'm drinking. Yeah, I mean, one thing I really like about this is that uh, it's pretty sweet. It's not, I, I get the syrupy, but it's not too sugary, which yeah. I really, really like. Um, it kind of lingers a little bit, but it's not too bad. Uh, in terms of bitterness, it's, it's the perfect balance between the sweet and the bitter. Yeah. Beer Advocate score is sitting at a 4.17 out of 5, which is considered exceptional. 
Well, I agree. Yeah. Right? I think it's pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's definitely not oversweet. It's really fresh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's I think it's where that citrus comes in. Yeah. That, that, I don't know. That, that's the only way I know how to describe fresh is citrusy. Um, low acid. I don't really get any acid from it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no acidic flavor, in my opinion. But hoppy. It tastes a little hoppy to you. You know, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. Mm, I don't really get too much hops from it. I mean, yeah. it's got a little bitter end to it, uh, but I don't really taste the hops mainly because I, I guess I've had so many IPAs and I'm just so used to, you know, the extreme hoppy bitterness. Where I'm yeah. Just like, oh. Kicking the teeth of hops. Yeah, right. How's the, uh, how's the lacing on your glass? Mine's doing okay. That's not too bad. Spotted. Not, not consistent, but it's there. Yeah, I mean, the, the head's lingering throughout the glass, you know, it's definitely a good beer. I mean, for eight and a half percent, I do not feel like I'm drinking eight and a half percent. I'm no. honestly kind of worried. Oh, yeah, I mean, six of these would, would mess you up, I, I feel mean, like. two of these would mess me up. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I mean, I mean, if it were me, I, I wouldn't want to drink this beer, like, ten inches of snow outside or, like, sitting, you know, trying to stay warm in the house. Like, this is a summer we're cooking on the grill. We're maybe we're going to the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, next next bonfire we have down at the beach, dude, I'm grabbing yeah. a six of these. Right. Hands down. The head's super tasteful. little thin, right? But it's very airy, very carbonated. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I do get some, some grassland in a sense. I do get that, that smell of hay, straw in a sense. But then it's got that quick, fruity, citrusy finish. Yeah. And that low, bitter aftertaste, which I'm really enjoying. Honestly, sounds kind of weird saying, but how's it feel in the mouth? Uh, I mean, like... It's not, it doesn't like weigh anything down. There's a lot of bubbles going on. I can definitely, like you were talking about, it's carbonated mm-hmm. um, a lot more than normal beers. Um, you can definitely feel that. Yeah. You take a sip, you can feel all the bubbles. My tummy the, feels good. Yeah. A little rumble in the tumble. I don't know about you, but some of the flavors I'm getting is I can really taste the, the, the malted oats. I can taste a lot of the wheat. Uh, it's very thick, which is really good. Uh, in terms of flavors, I'm getting... Some pear. I'm getting a lot of fruit, which is crazy because is of the thick? alcohol content. Is, is the, the beer, beer thick? thick? Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, it's not like a stout by any means, okay. but in terms of a golden ale, it's thick compared yes. to a golden okay. ale. Okay. And it's super sweet, which for an 8.5% alcohol content is insane. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree. I can I can definitely taste the wheat. Uh, Boulevard has a, an actual, like, it's a wheat ale or, a, you know, wheat beer, whatever you call it, um, mm-hmm. that has the wheat floating around in it. Interesting. I don't taste it as much yeah. as that one, but I, it's there. It's in the Tank 7. It's like a subtle, like, hey, we're here, and then they just kind of, like, you know, mold back into the citrus yeah, flavors. Yeah. Now, in terms of the IBU scale, 1 through 100, the IBUs on this guy come out to 38 IBUs. How do you yeah. feel about that? I mean, obviously, it's science, so we can't. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I agree. It, it's not. Because it's not too bitter. Yeah. It's, it's not. Right? So it's not like that IPA feel. Rasputin for me. It's not a, I mean, what's another good IPA that I drink all the time? Um, the Ninkasi Tricera hops is super good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know me, Fresh Squeeze, Pliny the Elder. Yeah. Comparatively to Pliny the Elder, uh, Pliny is way more hoppy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got a way stronger finish. Yeah. Um, this is, has a, a stronger finish in terms of sweetness, which mm-hmm. is really good. All right, man. Last final goal. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, you drink it all. You got a lot more to drink than I do. Just don't tell him that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. So, we finished it. We've had it before, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. What does it remind you of? I mean, I, let's not talk about beers. Let's talk about, let's take a trip down memory lane. Old Jesse, let me rephrase that, young Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, Tank 7 was, I was in Missouri the second time for 
my 20s. That's when, like, it was legal to drink beer, and that's when I was out buying my own stuff. That's, I mean, it brings back, you know, I was in the Army. We, I go out with my Army buddies, have a good time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Concerts, we drink Tank 7. So I drank Tank 7 the entire time I saw Dead Mouse. It was awesome. Long, very hot summer nights, because it's very, very hot in Missouri in the summertime. Um, I don't know. That That's just, takes me back to when things were a lot easier. Yeah. You know? I definitely wasn't adulting. Now, even though we thought we were huge, yeah, adults, I thought right? I was the you know the shit back then, but I wasn't. It was very opposite of what I am. You're the shit to me. Thank you. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Well, you guessed it. It is time for rotations of the week. All right, Caden. What what is the rotation of the week? What are we talking about? Well, during rotations of the week, what we're doing is we're picking two of our favorite breweries, right? Local, preferably, of course. And uh, we're going to talk about either the beers that we've had or the beers that we're recommending. I like. This week, we're talking about Three Magnets as well as Top Rung, two of one of my personal favorite breweries here in Olympia and Lacey. What kind of beers they got down there right now? Well, right now, we got the Drive-By Fruiting, the Berliner-style wheat ale. The other one is the Orange Treat Imperial Stout. The Orange Treat Imperial Stout? Orange Treat Imperial Stout. Dude, that sounds delicious. ABVs. Do you remember getting those uh, orange chocolates as a child? Did you ever eat those? Uh, too many times. See, I got, I got them and once. I never ate them. I hated them. Wow. Yeah. You shouldn't drink that orange treat stuff. Uh, no, I'm a lifesaver fan. I'm going to stick with uh, probably the drive-by fruiting. All right. And continuing with rotations of the week, top rung, hanging out at Lacey. Tell us what we got, Jesse. Shift Trade IPA. And then one of my personal favorites is My Dog Scout the Stout. My Dog Scout Stout. That yes. sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, not going to lie, the Shift Trade is probably one of my top IPAs. Top Rung is all uh, huge fans about first responders. Well, they're all firefighters. They are all firefighters. Yeah. It's own, owned and operated by firefighters. That's why they're open, I think, like uh, I think Wednesday through Saturday yeah. or something Something's after 5 p.m. All right, everybody. This concludes our first rotations of the week. For beer number two, I got to admit, I'm pretty damn excited. I love Rogue Brewery. Why, why, I mean, why? Why do you love Rogue? It's one of my favorite breweries to visit. Uh, the one out in Astoria. Uh, they used to sell these scotch eggs. They've stopped for the past two years. Um, and their scotch eggs are absolutely to die for. If you're listening, please, for the love of God, make them again. They are so good. Other than that, the atmosphere of being in there, you're in this giant warehouse that's off onto a pier. So you had to drive onto the pier, which is A, awesome. B, awesomer. <laughs> Right? The beer that we're drinking, you want to introduce it? Yeah, what do we have here? Uh, let's see. So it's it's obviously by Rogue. It's their Cold Brew IPA, India Pale Ale, blended with cold brew coffee. I like the can. Bright green. Do you know green was my favorite color? Uh, Jesse, I don't really know that I mean, well in terms of colors. You learn something new every Our day. friendship's great, but I don't <laughs> know about our color choices. I do love green too as well. All right. So it's a uh, cold brew IPA obviously um, blended with 200 gallons of the stump town cold roasters famous cold brew coffee that's on the can so I have you ever had their the cold can. brew I haven't no have you ever seen it it's the it's almost every single grocery out in Olympia and it comes in that short stubby little bottle like a um, like a session bottle and it's got stole stump towns cold brew coffee it's so good dude. I mean I'm not gonna lie man I like to travel but the city that I live in I really don't leave that it's city. only because we're like 20 minutes away from actual civilization too close that's too, too too close let's yeah. open it up let's crack it up let's man. crack it open seven and a half percent alcohol content which you know not bad is lovely it's one percent lower than with the boulevard that we just drank yeah ab I, i'm sorry ibus how, how are we looking at ibus i think it's yeah. double from the last one we just drank 82 82 so it's over double yeah, we'll uh, see. the other one was 38 oh yeah Whew. all right let's get it man i love that sound 
without smelling it first, looking at it, I think it's a beer that you're going to thoroughly enjoy because it's pretty dark. Yeah. Oh, no, it's dark. Um, oh, dude, smell the can. How was your head? Smell the can, though. It smells like pure coffee. Dude, it smells so good. All right. Head's pretty good. Uh, comparatively one, to the Boulevard, it's uh, very thin. Not as bubbly, so I, I feel like it's going to be a little bit less carbonated, but it is an IPA, so I'm expecting it to be extremely hoppy. Obviously, with the IBUs sitting at 80 compared to 38. So, I mean, I, I got about three inches ahead when it started, and it shrank down to about two, two and a half. Um, I, I would disagree on the thinness. I think it's thicker. Okay. Because there Think is so? less bubbles. Well, there's, yes. There's less air I mean, in between. Scientifically, that does know. make sense. I mean... Get out of here with your logic. I'm sorry. Wow, this smells like this smells like straight coffee. I don't want to drink it yet, but I will say... I looked it up on the Beer Advocate scale. It's got it sitting around a 3.96 out of 5, which is considered to be very good. I would disagree with that as well. Oh, yeah. I think it smells amazing. I but we don't yet. know the taste, right? That's true. That's uh, true. For those that don't know, Rogue Ales is actually out of Newport, Oregon. And as I mentioned previously, Astoria is absolutely one of my favorite spots to visit. According to the Love on scale, man, I mean, it's super dark. I can't see through it, which just makes my heart Yeah, absolutely. Melt. It's got a... Uh... Like an oaky hazelnut oh, color. Definitely a little if I were nutty. To describe it. That's obviously the coffee though. Like a hardwood floor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of a number, I'm gonna give it a, what uh, Rogue Brewery gives it, which is gonna be a 28 on the Lovabond scale. Yeah, absolutely. fairly dark. Definitely not a stout, right? Not too thick. Yep. Um, cheers. All right, here we go. Here's the beer number two. Dude, IPA. I get that vibe all day. I get the coffee flavor, the coffee aromas, but then the finish. It's a little syrupy. But it's not bad. I, I agree on the, the coffee. It's coffee all day. I mean, I could probably put this in a cold brew plastic cup and drive around with it. Don't do that. That's illegal. That's absolutely... Um, I wouldn't even joke about that. But, Jesse, how dare you? I mean, nobody nobody would know. It smells like coffee. tastes like coffee. Um, I got what you're trying to say. It's it's inconspicuous. Yeah, it? absolutely. Carbonation is definitely a lot less than the last one. I don't feel... All those bubbles moving around. Yeah. Um, it's a nice, easy drink. I would agree with the, sy the syrupiness. Yeah, it's a little syrupy. Um, it lingers a little bit on the time. But not in a bad way? No, no, no. Not like cough syrup. No. Compared to other IPAs, not bitter, in my opinion. That coffee really balances it out. Takes it away. Right? Absolutely. 100%. I will say that the smell is overpowering with coffee. I like that. Yeah. 100%. Now, have you been to Rogue Brewery at all or any one of the brewers or pubs, I should say. I'm kind of wording it. Maybe. I don't think it was Rogue that I've been to. Okay. Yeah, I think I went to Deschutes. One thing that's really great about the Rogue pubs or the Rogue, especially the one in Astoria, is I mentioned it's on a pier, right? Super cool. Uh, what's nice, though, is they have 20 plus beers, and then they have stuff that they have never even going to bottle or they're never going to make again, which is really interesting. Oh, wow. One thing really I sad. love that's not beer related, and I know, beer podcast, I shouldn't be talking about this, but they make this spruce gin where it's got a pink tinge to it. And it absolutely makes the best gin and juice because that pink tinge complements a lot of the grapefruit. Uh, I will tell you, if you've never been there, not only do they do beers and ales, they do spirits, ladies and gentlemen. What about thickness? What do you think? It's pretty thick, in my opinion, yeah. in, in a good way. Like, it's a little syrupy, but it's not like a soda, like a Gatorade in a sense, where yeah. it just lingers and you just you feel that. Uh, the mouthfeel definitely tastes the coffee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, being a stout drinker, it's as close to being a stout that you can get and you still get to enjoy an IPA. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the perfect balance to me. The lacing is beautiful though. I mean, with each gulp, you can see the lacing of the ring around the glass where it just sits there. I don't have that. I don't. Your pour is terrible, Jesse. Well, I didn't tilt this time. I went with the, the Caden tried and true method. Yeah, no, see, I tilted it this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you messed up, dude. 
Yeah, it's a good beer. Now, yeah. I'm definitely picky when it comes to drinking. This is not something I could drink and eat a burger with or have something to eat. I, this is straight drinking. This is a... Uh, I mean, I would drink this in the morning, mm -hmm. right? Now, good day off. I'm not doing anything. Uh, good 10 a.m. beer? Yeah, crack one of these open in the morning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it reminds me of breakfast. Dude, I, honestly, I was just going to say, for those out there that love coffee... Enjoy a good IPA. You have to try this Rogue Cold Brew IPA. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would also drink this on a, a nice cold winter morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. by the fire. Yeah, read a book. All right, man. Time to down it. Time to down it. Oh yeah. All right. Last thoughts. What do you got? Ten years ago, Caden would have hated it. Yeah. Caden now, absolutely loves this. That means he's grown. He's, he's grown a lot. I hope you guys know that. What about you, man? Any final words? If you're a coffee lover, just go get it. It's good. Um, it, uh, let me rephrase. If you like black coffee, go get this beer. All right, guys. Time for our next segue. Uh, the beer fact of the week. Beer fact of the week. It's where me or Caden are going to spout off a fact about beer, uh, tell it to each other, and then you, the listeners, of course. Uh, Caden, what do you got for us in, on week one? Well, today, we're going to talk about the origin of IPAs. Where does it come from? Well, it is called an India Pale Ale. Ah. That may say one or two things about okay. it, but let me drop some knowledge on you. India Pale Ales were first developed when English brewers in the early 19th century were looking for a way to export their beers to India. Okay. Well, back then, what, 18th century, 19th century, from England to India. Only way to travel. No right? planes. Right? No planes then. Right, brothers? Not a thing yet. Mm -mm. Right? Nope. So traveling by sea, a lot of the times beer would end up becoming spoiled. Right, so what the English brewers did is the English brewers ended up putting more and more hops into it, thus creating an IPA. Hops allowed it to last a lot longer through travel of the sea, which basically created the IPA. Originally, the IPAs were not much stronger than alcohol than what was already around in the 19th century. However, the hoppy bitterness began to caught on more and more, and during the mid-1800s, the IPA was being brewed and sold all over England. Pretty interesting fact. That's awesome. So would you say an IPA is an English beer or an India beer? Well, English brewers yeah. added more hops to said beers to travel from one place to the other. I'm going to go ahead and say it's an India. Just kidding. English beer. English. Definitely English. I'm going to rename it EPA. EPA? I'm going to start a petition. No, I don't like that. I like IPA. Okay, that's fine. Because it traveled to India. That's fair. It's okay. an India pale ale. Yeah, yeah. That was the goal. Yes. Do you think it had anything to do with the East India Trading Company? I'm not a historian. I studied fish in college, so honestly, I have no clue. Okay. But I'm going to go ahead and say maybe. Maybe. Huge question mark. All right. That's it for Beer Fact of the Week. For our third and final beer, we got one from Riverbend. What's the beer from well, Riverbend? Well, first off, I want to say Riverbend is very new. Cool. They're under six years old from at least what I can tell. They were established in 2013. And uh, from there, they started to offer classic brews. Cool. Right? But the most important thing I want to say specifically because this beer is unique and niche they emphasize a lot of their brews around unique and niche beers nice, nice. this specific beer and this gorgeous tolly for those that you don't know tolly's a tall boy this one's got a lot of beer seven percent alcohol it's got a white it's got a teal can it's also known as the hawaiian crunk by riverbend brewing company it's a passion orange and guava milkshake ipa this one kind of scares me. A uh, milkshake IPA. To me, that's a, a thick, milky, kind of frothy. Honestly, flavor. man, I hope this beer is thick with two C's. I hope so. 
Uh, but it, it this one scares me. I'm worried. I'm just afraid it's gonna taste bad. I want it to be good. But milk it's pog juice. Have you How ever could had it taste a, a milkshake beer? No, but I've had pog juice. I've never had pog juice. Never had pog juice? No. Like the orange container, it's got POG pog juice, passion orange guava. No, nope, can't say I have. It's literally love in a carton. In a carton. Okay. Well, you buy that, we'll review that next week. Deal. Pog, pog juice. No, we're only doing beer. Alright, okay. let's pop this mother open. Let's do it. Oh, squirts out. Love it when it squirts. Dude, it smells like juice right from the open. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Very citrusy. Another citrus one. You know, the fact that you're nervous that it's a milkshake means that we probably don't know what a milkshake IPA really means. Because I'm pouring this, and it is not milky. It is not too thick. But I will tell you, it's got that cream vibe. And, of course, the tall boy doesn't fit in the whole thing. Of course not. Room for later. My head's very small. Very thin head. Half an inch. Minimal amount of bubbles, micro bubbles, if you will. So yep. definitely, I think it's very different than the first beer, the Tank 7. Let's see. Uh, which being the milkshake IPAs obviously makes sense because it's not the Belgian Saison, right? Pretty thin head, though. No, Dude, it's not a thick. It smells like juice. This is going to be delicious. It smells Don't like... let the milkshake turn you off. Now, one thing I will say, I love that I can't see through the can. I mean. The glass? The glass, thank yeah. you. I, mean, I can't see through cans either. <laughs> you don't have x-ray vision? No, I don't. Um, I on, I smell guava. I'm sorry. I smell mango, not guava. I definitely smell the guava though. It's pog. It's not mog. It's passion fruit, orange juice, True. guava juice. Cheers, brother. Here we go. Down the hatch. It's so sweet. It doesn't linger. I don't get a syrupy vibe to it. It's like a. Uh, it's like a fruit cocktail drink that you would buy at like Walmart or something. Like, a, like Walmart. cranberry apple or fine Winco. Cranberry Safeway. apple. You're getting cranberry apple from Pog. No, that's not what I'm getting from. I'm just like, <laughs> it's a, it's like a fruit cocktail. Like you, I'm getting a lot of fruit flavors. For it's a obviously beer, it's fruity, right? Orange and guava. Like you can definitely get those. Honestly, that mixture. In one sentence, I get like a bright tropical fruit aroma. Absolutely. Creamy body, mm. with just a just a hint of vanilla. Oh my god, it's so good, man! It's thick. Yeah, it's I, not syrupy. It's not sugary. It doesn't linger. Color, what do you get? In color? It's orange. That's it's definitely sure. orange, right? It's a little bit lighter than the Tank Seven. It's the lightest one we've had. You know, so it's closer to that pale ale vibe. Yeah. It's more golden, I'd say, mm-hmm. uh, where the Tank Seven was definitely a little bit more amber, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. But carbonation, what do you get? Too bubbly for you? Uh, Not bubbly no, enough? No, almost nothing. Mm-hmm. It's it's smooth. Real smooth. I think that's where the milkshake comes in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's smooth like a milkshake. It's thick. I think I was mistaken the, the mango for the orange. I definitely taste the orange. Right? It's very it's it's the key flavor there to me. Now, one thing that we will agree with, our lacing is flawless. Oh, yeah. You can tell it's a good beer. Every the head sip. is lingering. Got... Every sip, you can see the line where the lacing was sitting of the head. Yeah, absolutely. This is the, the best lacing we've had out of all three. Absolutely. It really sticks to the side of the glass. I've got four or five layers going on here. Now, uh, let's talk about the beer a little bit. So, the ABVs is sitting at 7%. It's pretty good beer. We've kept with high yeah. beers today. I'm surprised we're not slurring as much as I thought we were going <laughs> to. Well, I'm not, you know. Well, you know me. One beer, I'm taking my shirt off. That's it. Um, when it comes to the beer advocate scale... Sitting at a 4.1 out of 5, uh, which just like the Tank 7 is considered to be exceptional. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Riverbend Brewing is based out of Bend, Oregon. Have you, by chance, visited Bend, Oregon for drinking? No, I okay. have not. 
One great thing about Bend, uh, Matt and I have actually been a couple times. City Hall, last time I checked, has a beer passport. If you've ever been to McMinimins, they do the same thing. Except McMinimins are everywhere. Thankfully, the City Hall of Bend, they give you a beer passport. If you go to 16 or 18 breweries and you have one pint glass and you get a stamp from every place that you go, they give you a silicone pint glass. Sounds like we need to do it. You get a free pint glass for drinking beer in a super dope town with super cool people. That's not, that's awesome. And it's, I mean, that sounds doable in one day if you take your time. Honestly, no. I'm shaking my head. No. I mean, if you are going to put me in a wheelbarrow, yes, it's doable. I will carry you through Bend if we go do this. All right. You heard him, ladies and gentlemen. He is going to carry me through Bend if we go do 16 breweries in one day. But the thing is, is I can't just stop at one beer at one brewery. Why not? Because if I love that beer so much, the last thing I'm going to stop is... We'll take home a growler. All right. All right. I'm down. I'm down. Next weekend? Next weekend. Next weekend? All right. Next weekend. Now, other than that, man, what about the bitterness? You getting any bitterness out of this? No, I'm not. Uh, It's a very subtle, subtle flavor, but I'm going to say no, I'm not getting it. It's got to be around the Tank 7, if not a little bit lower. Yeah. Tank 7, if you guys remember, was sitting at 38 IBUs. Yep, yeah. Um, I didn't really do too much research on this on the back end, so I... Can't really give you a number, but I will say I feel that it's a lot lower. It's not as bitter. If we look at the can, 65 see. IBUs. 65 IBUs. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't get that at all. It's not very bitter. Um, and I think that's the fruit coming through. Mm-hmm. It's and, also got to be the type of brew. You know, yeah. It's not that Belgian Saison. It's the milkshake IPA. So it's a very different style. Yeah. Could be the vanilla. Vanilla cutting through some of that the bitterness. Vanilla does have to cut. You're getting that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jesse, I think it's, uh, I think it's about that time, man. Yeah. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. Any uh, final words you'd like to say, sir? It's, uh, it's, you get the citrus. A lot of, a lot of orange in Definitely there. Definitely get the citrus. Very smooth. Uh, After letting the beer sit a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I got, I, I find to see where those IBUs are coming from. I get a little bit more bitter. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at that bitter beer face in a sense, but it's absolutely counter- counteracted with that pog juice, man. I oh, yeah. love pog. And the vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, good all around beer. Definitely good in spring, summertime, uh, maybe early fall. Were you uh, a little scared? Was I was. Being scared worth uh, it? You say a, a beer's uh, milkshake, and I didn't want to try it. Yeah. I'm glad we did, but I didn't want to. It's definitely a hipster trend, but I definitely enjoyed the beer. Oh, yeah. 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 Thank God I'm not wearing flannel today. Me neither. All right. Well, it's about that time, man. I think it's time to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Three separate beers. First one from Boulevard Brewing, which you've had before. Yeah. Tank 7. Tank 7. Really good. I enjoyed it. Super smooth. Yeah. 28 IBUs. Mm-hmm. Nice and... Uh, 20 or 38? I think it was 38. 38. 38 IBUs. 38 IBUs. On the Levabon scale, it was about a five and a half. I believe the color was really golden. Yeah, very uh, golden Still amber. hazy, but golden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that one. Highest alcohol percentage. But right? very smooth. Couldn't very tell. smooth. Lowest IBUs out of the ones that we've drank. It was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Uh, for beer number two, Rogue Brewery. Honestly, I'm going to add it to my list of favorites. I'm going to add it to the beer belt. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I love the coffee taste. I mean, yep. you and me, we love that black coffee. Mm-hmm. We love the darkest of dark. I enjoyed it. I really did. Seven and a half percent. Obviously, you could taste the IBUs, right? You could taste the, not really taste the IBUs, but we could taste the IPA. It was there, but it wasn't, right? Yeah. I think the coffee helped with that. Yeah. Beer number three. Beer number three was was unique. It's interesting. A milkshake IPA. Uh, I remember when we were looking throughout the store, we were like kind of weirded out, right? I've never heard of that personally. Terrified me. 
Yeah. Super good though, right? Uh, had Absolutely. the creamy body, which I understand where the milkshake comes from. Hundred um, percent. But not thick and not weird. I enjoyed the the pog juice, the flavors. Yep. I think the name's perfect. Hawaiian crunk. Couldn't agree more. That yeah, was it was great. Yeah. Um, a lot of citrus flavors. Uh, very creamy, like you said. And it, it didn't have the IBUs that I th- that I thought it had. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty low. But then when they swung in with that sixty five, I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of surprising. Yeah. But when we let it sit, you could definitely taste it. Absolutely, yeah. When it got a little bit warmer, yeah. Sixty five IBUs at seven and a half or no seven percent. Yeah, alcohol content. It's a great beer. Level one scale about four. Yeah. I would say it was a little bit more golden, right? Yeah. So uh, not not really pale, so maybe a five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but definitely the color was there. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the haziness. Best lacing we've had. Uh, you know, Absolutely. The head just lingered throughout the entire glass. Every oh, sip, yeah. you could see the line. Now, if we were going to pick one, right? What's your personal favorite, right? Personal favorite, right? Without choosing like the chosen one, I would say the coffee one. But I, I'm I'm biased. By Rogue, I I love coffee. Yeah. yeah. I've got about. Seven, no, I've got about 11 bags of coffee at home mm-hmm. waiting for me. Interesting. I hope they so, don't go bad. They yeah, won't. Trust coffee. Uh, personally, Jesse, I got to agree, man. 100%. I'm with you. For me, if I were to go there, if all three of them are there, I'm going to pick the cold brew IPA by Rogue, hands down. Yeah. Uh, I personally liked it. Our personal favorite doesn't give them any insight, right? So That's true. let's pick the chosen one, man. The chosen. The chosen one. So for me, uh, the chosen one is the beer that we think is something that you're going to enjoy. Something that if you don't like IPAs, or you don't like stouts, or you only like ciders, whatever whatever have you, you will like this beer. It is our chosen one. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Tank, Tank 7. 100%. Yeah. Tank 7. That was that was nice. That was we, good. We were like timed perfect. I, I don't even think we planned that. I didn't that. mean to do that. That was beautiful though. Tank 7 by Boulevard Brewing out of Missouri. Definitely a beer you should try. Low IBUs. It's not going to be bitter. But high alcohol content, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Eight and a half percent. And I know I'm biased. I'm from Missouri. I grew up there outside of being born in, in Germany. But like Caden said, it's high alcohol content. So if you want to get drunk, it's great. If you want to enjoy a good beer with lots of flavor, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more, man. Well, this concludes the first official episode of Anti-Fogmatic. I'm pretty excited that we were able to get this done for you guys. I know that myself and Jesse really appreciate your time. Absolutely. I just want to say a shout out. Please, if you have some time, check us out on Twitter at Anti-Fogmatic Podcast. And just final words, I want to shout out Derek at Dubois on Twitter. Thanks for being our first follower. Yeah, we Derek, really appreciate so it, man. Um, let us know about some East Coast beers or brews that we need to try out. Something weird, something funky, or local brews that we can try on our podcast. Thank you.